It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington. I'm here at General Fitness Company Studio, and we're here with yet another episode. Who the hell is we? I, I am here with yet another episode of the TR Expert Talks. This is episode number 376 to be exact. So today, uh, well, today's kind of funny. It's almost like ironic because today I wanted to talk about the difference between uh, a preparation versus uh, non-preparation, and this is definitely an episode where I did not prepare. You know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I did feel like talking about this particular subject because I think it pertains to what's going on with, or not exactly what's going on, but it can help you in this uh, virus uh, landscape, you know? Like right now, a lot of people are kind of living in the, by the seat of their pants, you know? Like everybody's schedules are kind of messed up and we're just really in the reactive state. And I just wanted to like remind you that the most important thing, like scientists have already proven this, the most important thing to do to keep your sanity in any kind of situation is to have some type of routine. And if you are not having a routine, well, then you are going to be, well, let's say in a world of hurt. We'll talk about that more in today's episode. Uh, but before we get this episode underway, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast. You can do it really easily. You can take a screenshot, send it over to a friend. You can copy the link wherever you're listening to this cur- uh, podcast currently. There's a, there's a spot there. I know there is. There's a spot there where you can just copy link and send it over to your friend. Tell you and tell your friends. Just say, you know, just once, you know, just like, hey, you know. I've been listening to a couple of these episodes, and I want to help Jerry out, so I'm going to send this podcast over to my friend. Maybe they might enjoy this one. Maybe they are procrastinators, and maybe they might benefit from this particular episode. So do that for me. It would really mean the world to me, and, you know, like, yeah, I just need more listeners, and you could do that would definitely help bring some ears into this podcast. Well, anyways, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 376 of the TR Expert Talks, Prevention Over Redemption. Lego! Okay, uh, today's not quite as polished as yesterday. I do not have notes, but I did want to talk about something uh, that I know is like... Um, well, it's kind of tough right now for a lot of people because, you know, we're all kind of frazzled in our schedules and stuff like that. But it's really important. I th- uh, Well, I don't think. I know it's really important because there's studies that show that it is important. And uh, today we're going to be talking about prevention versus redemption. You know, like um, there's an old saying that like, well, actually, it's not, it has nothing to do with what we're about to talk about. See, that's what happens when you're not prepared. I was going to say that like, there's a, it's better to um, ask for forgiveness than uh, for, or, uh, for um, permission. But I, that's not really the same thing as prevention versus redemption. Because prevention, well, in prevention, you're essentially trying to prevent something from happening. Now, that's not to say like you're playing defense because that's absolutely the wrong way to live life. Like playing defense, meaning that like living in the negative is not a good life, you know? Like obviously prepare for the worst. 
you know, but you don't want to live like the worst is always going to happen because that means that you're going to be constantly a in fear. And we talked about what happens uh, yesterday. We talked about what happens when you're living in fear. You're out of congruence and you make bad decisions. Uh, B, you can't really go anywhere if you're like living in survival mode. That's just like how it works. Like you can't thrive if you're trying to survive. You know, I mean, I don't know if that's a saying, but it should be because it rhymes and it sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, you can't thrive if you're trying to survive. So. Yes, be aware of those things that can like happen in life, like you know, prevent like. But in terms of prevention, it's a little bit more than like preparing for the worst in life. Like prevention is more so like the way I see it is like you look at like the world and how like the possibilities can lay out. And obviously, we don't know everything. Like we're human beings; we're not like gods or anything else. You know, we're just human beings that have a limited perspective on on the world and the universe. So, like, you know, though even the smartest person can't really predict what is, predict was going to happen uh, far into the future. Uh, the smartest person probably can't even predict. I mean, technically, nobody can predict what is going to happen to the future in, in the future because it's all possibilities. And the only thing you can really say is that there's a higher probability of X happening over Y happening. But, I mean, who knows? You can have a high probability of X happening and then a meteor crashes in, like, you know, changes the whole dynamic of the the solar system. So, yeah, you never know, right? Like, I mean, you, you can only guess and uh, do the best you can. So, with that being said, though, yeah, I mean, there are some things that you can that are like high probability, right? Like, for instance, you're gonna wake up every morning and you're gonna have to brush your teeth, wash your face, maybe shower unless you had unless you showered at night or you know however your shower routine is, but it is. But we know for sure you're gonna have to brush your teeth at least and wash your face, right? Those are two guaranteed things, but like if you were to wake up in the morning, well, obviously, like I said, it's a little different now because not everybody has to go to work. But you know, say you have a Zoom call that you have to be on at nine o'clock, and you wake up at eight fifty-five, right? Okay, maybe it's not that important because you're on a Zoom call, but you don't want to be looking like a hot mess, right? You want to at least have your face washed before you hit on a Zoom call. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, that's like that is not re- that that is not prevention. That means that you were. You weren't prepared. <laughs> Essentially what that is, you weren't prepared for the task at hand, you know? So, like, it doesn't need to be anything crazy like you need to prepare, like, to build an ark like your guy Noah or whatnot. I don't know where that came from, but you don't need to be building an ark. But you should be, like, somewhat prepared for the things that you know that you're going to face without the throughout the day. And for those things you aren't going to face throughout the day, well, it's even more important that you, like, prepare and prevent uh, with those things that you're familiar with so that you have a, a routine and b that you have like some kind of like strength some kind of base that you can rely on say if things things don't go um, the way you want them you know so like redemption is like it's a hard way to live you know it's like redemption is essentially like you are just trying to play catch up all the time and that's a really stressful way to live life you know like instead of being proactive you're reactive and that's just like it's it's tough reactiveness is is a tough way to live i know a lot of people that live that way i've lived like that before because like you know i just didn't know how to deal i mean like we're human beings right everything's an evolution but like to be honest with you like there's other there's some things that we have to go through and certain things we don't have to go through and essentially and and basically you can live a life where you don't ever have to live in like well I shouldn't say that but you can live a life where you can severely and dramatically reduce 
the amount of redemption that you have, the amount of uh, reaction that you have. You know, you can be uh, you can be proactive in certain ways, and when things do come up, you don't have to be super. Rea- you don't have to be reactive. I mean, you can understand the situation, but you don't have to be quote unquote reactive. Because the way I think of reactive is kind of like you're going into high spasm, high, high spas mode, and you're going in that high that fight or flight mode where you're just like making fast decisions but like if you're used to living in prevention mode like you're used to living in kind of like a a flow and you're in that flow state and when something doesn't go wrong because you like you've done the prevention things a like those things that do go wrong may not happen so dramatically might not be as bad because you've done some uh pulled some thing uh pull some things together on the back end or the front end so that it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. Like you wouldn't hit, suffer that much damage if anything did break down in your system. And uh, like I said, also you build up that, like that tolerance, you know, like you kind of got that, that discipline. So like when something does come up, if you have discipline, you just don't really get affected by it. I've seen it happen so many times. There's people that I know, there's a lot of clients that I train that are very successful people, uh, you know, maybe six figures high, much higher than six figures. And, um, you know, like running companies and stuff. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying like, these are people that like know about like they're not, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not poo-pooing anybody else's job, not even my own, because I'm not making six figures. But um, there are certain things that certain people that are entrusted, you know, why they make six, six figures is because they're entrusted to make big decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times the, the what you make is in direct correlation of the size of the problems that you solve. You solve big problems, you make big money for the most part. You know, it's not always, nothing's ever foolproof, but I, like I said, uh, going back to what I was talking about, I almost went off on a little tangent, like the people that I see that are really, that are, that are in there, that are successful and that know how to deal with that stuff, they really do not, they don't panic when that stuff happens. They're not freaking out, you know, like if they, if I, if they are people that have earned their money, you know, like, you know, it is different for people that are like, you kind of got it but it is what it is like you know i mean they can't help it so i'm not poo-pooing them like it's not their fault that they got money you know just like it's not my fault that i wasn't born with money (laughs) but at the end of the day it's really a matter of like what you do with it you know like those people like i said like the people that that made their money they are definitely people that are like able to deal with conflict and able to deal with situations without much of a um a hitch or without much of uh anything like going and any extra extracurricular stuff happening on the on the other end no other no uh, freaking out or no side deals or anything like that on the outside trying to make things happen in some shit conspicuous way or whatnot you know it's like they just deal with stuff because that's what they do and that's why they get paid the big bucks and that's why they're known as responsible members of society and people look up to them because you know they willingly to accept responsibility and because they've willingly accepted that responsibility uh they've learned to be uh problem solvers and proactive people uh uh, well not proactive people because you're a proactive person not necessarily a problem solver but they've learned to have practice proactive measures and that's why a lot of these people do come to like a personal trainer because they realize that like not all every problem can be solved on their own you know like sometimes being proactive means that like you have to get help and you have to find people that can help you solve problems because you're out there solving other problems so 
Like, you know, like, no matter how smart you are, how strong you are, how much power you have, there's always something that's going to be a little bit more overwhelming than you can handle. So it's good to have help. It's good to keep good company, as I like to say. And for the most part, you know, try to be as proactive as you can. Try to think of what your goals are, because that's important. Like, you know, if you're if you have goals, think about what they are. Think about the possible obstacles that could stand in your way and blocking you from actually achieving those goals and uh, think about like what you need to do on a consistent basis so that you can create a routine so you can be proactive instead of reactive you know so that's what i got for you today not too long of an episode uh you know uh, truth be told we'll find out in the uh in the edits you know because i like to sometimes cut down 30 minute episodes into 10 minutes and sometimes i leave the 30 minute episodes as such so who knows this wasn't quite 30 minutes but you have some things i feel like i might have to cut off here <laughs> along the lines. so anyways i do appreciate you listening i hope you had a wonderful wednesday or whenever you're listening to it whether it be morning afternoon or evening i really do hope you're having a good one and that you enjoyed listening to this podcast don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you do enjoy it or when you do subscribe it will send you a little notification letting you know when i have the next podcast episode out live on the airways. All right, I'll check you later, home skillet, and keep good company.